0: Good morning everyone, so we're going to start now with uh, reading 1 Thessalonians 5 and it's verses 12 to 13. It says this, Now I ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And that's our verse There, just two verses, but I think this uh, speaks a lot into our lives. And what we're gonna see in this section of the letter is that um, these final few verses, Paul's giving instructions um, to the to the church, and it can be helpful to think sometimes when he gives these different instructions, why did he say this particular instruction and not something else? Why is he leaving them with this particular thing? Um, and one commentator suggests that um that Paul's talking about. Um, sort of how these the Thessalonians should regard those who care for them in the Lord, because there is he quotes restless, ungoverned zeal amongst the Thessalonians. Um, so it may suggest why Paul was keen there is good order, there is proper due that's given to those who work hard and care for them in the Lord. Um, but in this small, a uh, very new church community in Thessalonica, it seems there may have been a danger that leaders pro- maybe weren't properly appreciated and acknowledged. And I wonder is that ever the case? with us? Do you think we're ever in danger of not appreciating what our leaders do for us? Let's see what Paul says. He instructs Thessalonians to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you and the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard because of their work. And I wonder as we think about that for us, who are those that we know who work hard amongst us, who care for us and the Lord, who admonish us? It's good to pray those people, and we will be praying for those people in a few minutes, but I wonder who comes to mind first? Maybe Jago and the other clergy, Tim and Jamie. It could be Rima who works hard to organize uh, this call on daily and those hosting and speaking. It could be one of the other ordinands or another member of the staff team. Maybe it's your connect group leaders. Maybe it's just someone you pray with on a regular basis. But whoever it is, and it may well be, as it is for me, quite a few different people. We are told here to firstly acknowledge those people. And secondly, to hold them in the highest regard because of their work. And the, the Greek uh, for the highest regard bit could also be uh, translated, we have regard them exceedingly abundantly. It's apparently a very enthusiastic word in the Greek. And so are we very enthusiastic about our leaders, about those who care for us in the Lord? Now, I'd say on the whole, I do appreciate what our leaders uh, do, but I think all too often I take um, what people do for granted I don't always properly recognise all the work people have put in with regard to my spiritual welfare, welfare whether that's someone who's prepared to talk on a Sunday or leading a bible study and connect group or whatever it is I wonder do you ever find that I think our challenge is we don't always recognise how much we actually need others to care for us in the Lord I think sometimes we're tempted to think we can do it on our own but I think that stems from the fact that we often forget how much we need the saving work of Christ how reliant we are on him for everything Jesus said apart from me you can do nothing and as we read in Romans it was while we were still sinners while we were still ungrateful to God that Christ died for us it was precisely when we didn't appreciate it that Christ cared for us that he loved us that he adopted us as his own And so even when we don't acknowledge who Christ is, let alone holding him in the highest regard and love, yet he still died for us and he lives now to intercede for us. He cares for us and he disciplines us out of love. So when we put our faith and our trust in Christ, it's then we realise our depth of dependency on him and how much we need Christ and also how much we need those who care for us in the Lord. And that's why we should hold these people in, in high regard, because of Jesus, because they're doing his work. And so our gratitude and our appreciation for him flows out of our depth and our love for Jesus and our dependency on, on Jesus. So our love for Jesus. And then that flows out into appreciation for those who do his work. So finally, how should we do this? How should we hold up those who care for us in the Lord? And how should we hold these people in high regard? Well, I think there are a few different things we could be doing. I mentioned one already. We can pray for these people, which we're about to do. There'll be strength in the Lord that they'd work for our joy out of the overflow of their joy they have in Christ. We can say our thanks to people, uh, you know, when we see them, particularly this weekend, uh, those of us going on the weekend away. We can show our appreciation to all those helping out, particularly Sarah at Seabrook. She's mastermind the whole operation. We can offer to help out where we can, volunteer in some way, lighten the load on others. And finally, we can treat uh, these people well as we treat all people particularly our brothers and sisters in Christ, because when we treat others well, when we love each other as Christ has loved us, then we can live in peace with each other. Amen. Amen. Let's pray now to close and then we'll we'll pray for these people. So, Lord Jesus, we thank you for who you are, for your care for us, for your love for us, even when we don't show our appreciation or gratitude to you. Thank you that you still love us. And we pray that you would reveal to us again the depth and the wonder of your love for us. that You demonstrated for us at the cross. We pray that you would demonstrate, we would demonstrate our love for you by acknowledging those who work for us, who care for us, who admonish us. We pray that you would help us to hold them in the highest regard and love and live in peace with each other. In Jesus' name, Amen. We started by reading Psalm 27, in the first five verses of it, praying this over ourselves, but also for those, particularly in, your, in Ukraine, where they're quite literally seeing war break out against them. This is what the psalm says. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is a stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it's my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. From the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tents and set me high upon a rock. And we prayed, for ourselves and for those in Ukraine, that we would remain confident in the Lord and seek him above all else. After looking at one Thessalonians, we then prayed for those that we know, particularly in our church, who work hard among amongst us, who care for us in the Lord, and who admonish us. We prayed that there be strength in the Lord and work for our joy out of the overflow of the joy they have in Christ.